0: Hey, good morning everybody good morning. So my experience um, with all the people who come to the temple, they are looking for uh, spiritual life. Um, many people who come to the temple, they are not looking for a new religion or a new religious place. Most of people uh, who come to meditation practice, they are looking for some spiritual guidance. Uh, Anyway, uh, maybe that's the culture uh, also. When people come to the temple first time looking for spiritual uh, seeking because they are new to this, they are so nervous. I totally understand what we have to do. It sounds like a temple and they are doing ceremonies and rituals. We don't know how to behave. And they have that nervous feeling. So anyway, they come first time. And also, uh, there's another part of their, you know, the first timers, and they have uh, expectations I'm going to be a happy and peaceful person doing this work. Uh, they have intention, all the intentions are right. After they come to the temple, sometimes they feel so happy, then they keep coming. Um, then maybe after a week or after a few months, they are very happy they have less distractions then they think, okay, now I'm done <laughs> now I'm happy now I don't want to come to the temple anymore uh, I don't want to go to meditation anymore because I'm happy now. now, I know how to handle that then people, my experience, people go back and they think, I have to have fun I have to enjoy my life that's totally understandable, it's totally fine. Then after a week or two later when they, they don't continue the practice, then they distract again. When then distract again, whatever they did so far, they forget. Then again they are in the same place, um, worrying and sad and anxiety. So I have a really good experience uh, one time when I was in out of state, not in Illinois, uh, one person came to me and said, I want to talk to you. There's no place for me to sit and talk. Finally, we went to the Starbucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the mother and the daughter both came. And she was in um, suicidal mood. That's the way she felt. I'm tired with this life. I don't want to do anymore and there's no value of this life and tired, exhausted and so many complaints about the life. So I said, okay, I understand. Uh, they are natural, normal things and I will help you. Then what I did, because that girl out of state, uh, after I come back to Illinois, I said, okay, let's continue this practice. I help her how to practice meditation. What I did, More than six weeks, every night, I guided her meditation, 15 minutes, through Skype. Every night I did that. So I never forget that she's on time, you know, come online, you know, I'm there and always I was guided. Some days I cannot come to the Skype, then I use my cell phone and microphone on, you know, every night I guided her. Uh, through meditation practice. She did very good job and everyday practicing and keep doing it. After two, three months later she felt I'm really good now. I'm doing well. I'm happy now. I had to have fun. I had to go and find my life. Then she totally dropped all the meditation practice online, you know, practicing meditation. Um, she didn't contact me anymore. I felt maybe she's doing okay, that's why. After Like, a few weeks later, she was sending me a long email, Oh Bhante, I'm very sorry, I lost my path and, you know, I stopped practicing meditation. I felt so good after doing one and one month. Now I felt I don't want to do it anymore. Now I feel, after I stopped that, I'm in the same place. I'm so distracted, I have same problems again and, you know, anxiety, nervous and all those issues. Then she called me again and said, I want to continue. So what I am sharing with you, when you come to this spiritual journey, you have to keep doing it, maybe many years. So now think about our life, forever we had to do it. So even I am doing 30 years now, and complete 30 years now, (laughs) and I was thinking, still a lot, still a lot to do. I am not completed, I have so many weakness. So this practice, lifetime practice, It is not one day, one week, uh, one hour practice. If you want to find the strength and concentration and deeper wisdom of your life, you have to continuously, you have to do this. Just coming to the Blue Lotus temple one day, one hour, it is not enough. So once Buddha said in one discourse, uh, Mm -hmm. three ways we have to uh, do this path and our practice. Number one, gradually training. Gradually train, that's what you are doing here. This is your training, this is not your practice. The gradual training. Then the number two, gradually practice. Always he used the word gradually. Gradually practice. Then after you go out, then you have to practice. Wherever you are, your society, your family, with people, you know, always Bhikkhuni says, out of the cushion, right? Mm -hmm. Off the cushion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is, you know, sitting on the cushion, this is not your practice, this is your training. Then gradually progress. Then you can see how you are doing. So my suggestion for people now, when they come to spiritual life, they are looking for peace and uh, harmony, you have to do it every day. Please come to the Blue Lotus Temple every day if you want. So now you have beautiful uh, practice room and meditation room, you can do it. So, maybe it's Saturday morning, come here, we do the 30 minutes training. That 30 minutes training is not enough. Maybe you had to do it every day 15, 20 minutes for your training. So, then you feel you are practicing, then you go home and dealing with other people, you are finding yourself, I'm getting better. Then you can see your progress. So, today, I'm going to talk about uh, some uh, factors. Uh, leading to your spiritual development. Okay, talk. Please turn on. (laughs) So, you can see these eight things we, we we are talking today. It's coming. Okay. Factors lead into positive spiritual development. So, who wants to read the first slide, loud. Everybody can hear. Okay. Please, Mary.
1: Uh, Factors leading to positive spiritual development. One, diligence. The demon, Alavaka, Mm -hmm. asked the Buddha, how is the ocean of samsara crossed? The Buddha answered, by diligence is the ocean crossed.
0: Who knows samsara? The word samsara. Samsara mm-hmm. is the
1: cycle of rebirth.
0: Okay, birth and death. So the number one is the diligence. What is diligence? Let's talk. So when you're doing your spiritual journey, you have to have diligence. What is diligence? What is diligence? You have to stick with it. Yes, yeah, stick with it. Um, careful and persistent it makes sense yeah you have to have that quality so now you have to make sure you have that quality of diligence what do you think when you come to this practice when you come to the temple now after you start your meditation practice do you have diligence you feel it you have the diligence so pali word i don't you know use the pali words is so called the appamado that's the word So we translate it. So I'm very mindful when we translate these Pali words to English. Sometimes we (coughs) lose the meaning. So I want to make sure you understand totally about it. Diligence, okay? So number one, we have to have diligence for positive spiritual development. Any question about diligence? It makes sense to everybody?
1: Go on my
0: priority list of mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And then over seven or eight years it's, it's just risen up. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's empowering to think about you can actually put something higher <laughs> in your list. Yeah. <exactly. laughs> again, right? So so you know, I think that that was very really helpful. Now you feel whatever you are doing is affecting your life, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's why it's, it's coming just, to the priority now. It just it's just hiring us mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So many people I experience, they don't give the priority for your meditation practice daily. So people say, when I have time, when do you have time for that? So you have to make the time to do it. So that's a good comment. Any, Any other thoughts about diligence? Your own experience? Okay. Number two. I'm getting the homework after this, okay? (laughs) Remember that. So, energetic, aroused effort. Who wants to read this? Mary, you can read it.
1: Okay. (laughs) Two, energetic, aroused effort. Ever grows the glory of one who is energetic. Mindful,
0: But still I try to uh, explain, you know, this word, energetic effort, I don't know. When I read the Pali word, there is a meaning, really, true meaning come to the energetic effort. It's called um, uh, virya rambu. You know, Viriya means effort or strength. And that means beginning effort. So when you come to the temple or meditation first time, in the beginning you have excitement, you have some effort and courage to do it.
1: Enthusiasm.
0: Right? Enthusiasm. Yes, exactly. Enthusiasm. Right? Enthusiasm. So, after do it maybe a week or two later, that excitement is gone. <laughs> right? The excitement is gone. Then what will happen to your effort maybe? Is go down. So. What Buddha said, you know, the energetic aroused effort, whatever effort you put in the beginning, you have to have it in the, in the middle of your path and the end of your path. So many people don't know how to maintain this energetic effort whole the process. In the beginning they have is really high, then it's go down. If that go down, it means you are not leading to that spiritual development. Does this make sense? Okay, any question about that? So how do you keep it doing? Yeah. That means, you know, you have to have that diligence. Again, you know, I'm going to keep doing every day the way I started. So what uh, the Julie said is very important. When you do it, you feel, oh, I'm doing good now. I feel better. Then you feel confident about your practice. Otherwise, what people are doing always doubts. This is the right thing to do. I don't know. I'm not sure. When you're really doing good every day, then you feel, oh, this is the right path. I feel better. My mind is more peaceful. I am balanced. Then you feel that strength and development. Then you keep doing it. Then you don't lose it. Right? Okay. Three. Mary.
1: One thing little
0: the slightest thing that the wise will later recruit. okay so want little what it it makes sense wanting little what is the uh, connection with the spiritual development wanting little we can in our attachment Yes, so how about wanting more how do you feel you when you feel i want more and you know here especially talking about our material Wanted. So how you feel when you, I want to have this, I want to have a new car, <laughs> I want to have a new house. Maybe you have a house, right? Then you feel, I want to have a new house. I want to have a, maybe another pair of shoes, even you have 15. Um, so how you feel when you need more? Huh? Well, more is
1: a state of craving. Yeah, craving. Yeah, <laughs> Right, exactly, yes. Dissatisfaction. Yes, Yes,
0: dissatisfaction. So then you feel not enough. Then to have those things, what you have to do? You have to lose your money. (laughs) Right? You lose your money. Then you have to make more money. That means you have to wake up early morning, (laughs) go to work. And if you Mm -hmm. want to have a most expensive watch, then you have to make money to get that. Then after you buy that watch, there is no time to watch that. <laughs> so when you really want to develop your spiritual journey, we don't want lot. Whatever you have is enough right now to practice. Right? Is that where like desire comes in? Yes, desire, you know, yeah, desire. So this morning I was thinking about it. So I have so many things. If you come to the house, you can see, oh Bhante have a lot of stuff. <laughs> You will see that. <laughs> then, you know, you see all the material things around me. If I separate totally myself from the Blue Lotus Temple and the, my community or the, my monastic or whoever around, I don't have anything. So, all the things I have around me for our use, not my use, just for my use. So, most of things I collected for the temple, for the activities, so many books, and... If I separate myself, I'm done. I'm leaving. Then only thing I have my robes and few other things. I think I have to take my computer, right? (laughs) 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 Right, exactly. (laughs) iPhone, (laughs) iPhone. So, so for our spiritual development, we don't want that many things. So, if you want to make yourself happy and uh, cultivated mind, so you have to have very little things. More things making you more distracted, and more desire, and more attachment. Be mindful about that. Okay, next one.
1: Contentment. Full of joy and contentment in the Buddhist teaching, the monk will attain peace, the bliss of stilling conditioned things. For a wise monk in this teaching, this is the beginning of the practice leading to nirvana, control of the senses, contentment, and restraint according to the fundamental
0: precepts. Okay, what is contentment? Yes? Being satisfied. Being satisfied. Right, wanting little. So, you know, there was a question wanting little and contentment, what is the difference? right exactly (laughs) so what is the difference contentment and wanting little the wanting little I think go with the material needs right the contentment with the mind our mental attitude so what is the opposite of the contentment dissatisfaction. So when we are not satisfied, how do you feel? Your feeling, your physical and mental feeling. Explain to me. Restless. Huh? Restless. Restless. Mm-hmm. So my analogy, dissatisfaction, or we don't have contentment, like a thirsty dog. That's what I realize about the contentment. About my dissatisfaction or my contentment that's how I understand. Think about the nature of the thirsty dog. You have dogs, right? Yeah. When they are thirsty, how they act? <laughs> Anxious. Eh? Anxious and tongue out, and running around, and what he's looking for? He has something to drink. So, think about when we have a thirst, then you have to drink something. After you drink, how do you feel? So, what we had to do the same thing, uh, try to understand contentment is we feel enough. Make sense? We feel enough. If you don't have that feeling, very difficult to satisfy ourselves. It is a mental and our practice, mm-hmm. contentment. What's the Pali word for contentment? Santutti. Yes, yeah, Santutti. I didn't use all the Pali words. <laughs> if anybody wants to know the Pali words, I can teach it later. Okay. Uh, So, any question about the contentment? I
1: just want to comment that um, contentment
0: is very temporary, too. So let me drink again. Yeah, that that analogy is, you know, the it doesn't work very well. I try to make sure to understand how you understand about it. If you really come to the contentment through your practice, it is not temporary. Yeah. It is permanent you know then it's come from your inner wisdom through your practice that practice 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 then you feel satisfied this makes sense yeah it is permanent okay number five
1: wise attention
0: okay Read it. <laughs> there
1: are these five facts that one should reflect on often whether one is a woman or a man lay or ordained Which five? I am subject to aging. I have not gone beyond aging. I am subject to illness. I have not gone beyond illness. I am subject to death. I have not gone beyond death. I will grow different, separate from all that is dear and appealing to me. I am the owner of my actions, heir to my actions, born of my actions, related through my actions, and have my actions as my arbitrator. Whatever I do, for good or for evil, to that I will
0: fall heir. So the wise attention, we call the Yoniso Manasikara, the Pali word. So, what it means, reality of the life. This is the reality of the life. How many people like this? The reality. Yeah, when you practice, you like it. But in general, people don't like this. Do you like it? No, we don't. But that is the way it is. We cannot do anything. You cannot fix. You can do the temporary things for these things, but keep coming. So the person who practices meditation, spiritual development, he or she have wise attention to understand these few things Buddha was talking about: aging, illness, death, and grow different. This makes sense? Mm-hmm. Any question about white wise attention? Always. This is not a negative practice, it is a positive practice. Always, no matter how young you are, how beautiful you are, how wealthy you are, always you have to think, this is the end result of my life. So think about maybe after another 50 years or 60 years, how many people will be here in the Blue Lotus Temple? Totally new crowd. <laughs> <laughs> So Bhante is totally gone. (laughs) (laughs) I am ready for that. So, good. Number six.
1: Full awareness. Awareness of the body as a body. Awareness of feelings as feelings. Awareness of the mind as a mind. Awareness of
0: thoughts as thoughts. So this is the mindfulness practice. This is the mindfulness practice. The body, feeling, mind and thoughts. That is the meditation all about. So when you are doing meditation, those are the areas we are focusing on. We call the Satipatthana. (coughs) This make sense? This is meditation practice about your mind and the body. Okay, number seven, two more. This is very important for your spiritual development. Okay, ma'am.
1: Venerable Ananda went to the Blessed One, and on arrival, having bowed down to the Blessed One, sat to one side. As he was sitting there, Ananda said to the Blessed One, This is half of the holy life, Lord. Admirable friendship, admirable companionship,
0: Okay, this is a, like a dialogue and conversation Buddha and his attendant had. This is a very powerful teaching. So even this morning, um, every morning I do that. So I did my practice, the end of the practice, I make a wish. You did today also, you know, the back of the chanting book. What is the wish we did? Last one. Yeah, no, not that one, last one. By these meritorious deed, oh, yes. In, yeah. Okay, read it, somebody. Mary, read it, please.
1: By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I
0: attain that nirvana. That's what Buddha suggested. The friendship we call the, we have friends, but it depends. We you know when we are, Buddha talk about the friends, there are some qualities of the friends. We call everybody, oh they are my friends. So sometimes we have friends if somebody asks you to go, okay let's go to the bar and drink. You call them also friends, right? But according to the Buddha's teaching they are not true friends. So then we call the noble friends. The good noble friends, they never ask you to go to the bars. Don't get offended if somebody goes there. (laughs) But this is the one Buddha said. So, always noble uh, friend and companion, always guiding to good things. Always guiding to good things. Sometimes people say when I I try to help people, always that's my job. Oh, Bhante, you are pain in neck, right? (laughs) (laughs) Always I am reminding people to do these things, and you know that's the friendship. When I do that, sometimes people don't like it. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care but my friendship I always pushing and asking text messaging how you are doing did you do the meditation where did you go I didn't see you last Saturday and you don't come to the temple anymore and keep looking for these people that is the friendship then Buddha said there are two different friends in the world one friend always guiding you to heaven you know guiding you to heaven that means happiness guiding you to the happiness There's other friend, Buddha said, guiding you to the hell. You have so many experience about it. So be careful when you pick people, you call friends. So you have to find spiritual, noble, you know, the human being as your friends who is guiding you to your happiness and joy. This makes sense? You totally understand friendship is very important in our spiritual journey? Okay, good. Last one.
1: Devotion to the good and non-devotion to the bad develop good thoughts and abandon bad thoughts. And what monk's is right effort? One, there is a the case where a monk generates desire, endeavors, activates, persistence, upholds and exerts his intent, intent for the sake of the non-arising of evil, unskillful qualities that have not yet arisen. Two he exerts his intent for the sake of the abandonment of evil, unskillful qualities that have arisen. Three, he exerts his intent for the sake of the arising of skillful qualities that have not yet arisen. Four, he exerts his intent for the maintenance, non-confusion, increase, plenitude, development, and culmination of skillful qualities that have arisen. Arisen. This month is called right effort. <laughs> what?
0: I did <mean>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now there's, um, you know, the diversion to the good and non-diversion to the bad. Any questions about it? Do you understand what Buddha is talking about? So, any other questions? Those are the eight factors for positive spiritual development. It makes sense to everybody. So now what I really want to remind you, just coming to Blue Lotus Temple Saturday or Monday night, that is not enough. That is not enough. But you are doing a great job. I like it. <laughs> so I have to encourage you to make sure these eight things you are considering always when you do this practice. So go home and write it down and put it in the refrigerator or you know the in front of your computer and make sure every day I am doing these eight qualities. If you need this and information, please contact the TAR and the office. He will email to you. Okay, or, or we can uh, post on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, any other questions? Okay. Thank you so much.